Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Candid Confidence Podcast. You are in for such a treat today. I have the incredible, inspirational, and super fun Alyssa Williams with me today. This girl literally created a killer business as a stylist. (laughs) I mean, that is so fun. Um, But best of all, she centers her business around really showing women how to feel amazing through fashion. And Alyssa Williams really exists to help women love and express themselves unapologetically. She's the founder and CEO of Style by E, a virtual wardrobe styling company that helps women use fashion as a tool for personal transformation. She also founded the School of Heart-Centered Styling, where she teaches stylists how to create their own lucrative and fulfilling business in the world of fashion. Alyssa, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you. Oh, thank you. It is so good to be here. And and anytime I read, somebody reads my bio, I'm like, wow, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Damn right. Good. Um, oh my God. It's so fun. Which is really, really fun. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. And especially that confidence piece, I think when women show up as their authentic, confident, you know, embodied selves, the world is just a better place. So um, anything that I can do to continue um, to make that a reality and make us really free to be a hundred percent ourselves is a good thing. Oh, I love that so much. And Melissa, I've actually, I actually, um, found you on a podcast probably about a year ago. I'm not even sure which one it was, but I want to hear your story and I know the listeners want to hear it too. So can you tell us who you are, how styling became your passion and kind of how you got to where you are today, but I kind of went the long version. Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Man, there is, there's so many different variations of that long version, but I think what's really significant and, and I think I'll get into styling, but I, I think especially just with your podcast and talking about confidence, I, I cannot move forward without saying that about a year ago, just over a year ago, actually, I went through an evolution out of marriage and that really, really rocked my confidence. And, and I have since really used style as a way to remember who I am. It's not create, it's, it's really just this remembering of, oh, this feels good. Okay. Let's go, go from here. But, um, and I, and I think that, oh, I, I think especially, you know, there's a lot of women that are like that, or for me, I can just talk to talk about my stories really you know, starting to embody next level, like next level versions of myself and things kind of started to gradually fall away and be really, really obvious of what was going to continue to be in my life and what was maybe, um, you know, was maybe not going to be in, in my next evolution, you know? Um, so I guess let's get started on styling though and how I got started. So I have a really kind of different background. I actually grew up abroad. I grew up in Southeast Asia and my love for clothes started really at an early age, um, and I just felt like it was such a good way to to represent who I was and to take risks and um, and just kind of explore different parts of my personality. and And I think before I really even knew what I was doing, um, I would just play around with fabric and play around with different you know, textures and different outfits, and it was always just this like really really fun experience for me. And 
growing up in Asia, I had the luxury. It was like amazing because if any of you guys have traveled to, um, you know, Thailand or uh, even Vietnam where I was, tailors, you know, you have that luxury of having tailors. You know, every neighborhood has a tailor. And so I would rip magazines out or rip pictures out of magazines and kind of go, this is what I want. And I had, um, I had a tailor and he would make all these beautiful pieces for me. And so that's really where my love for styling and for fashion kind of um, started to, I would say, blossom more. You know, it was kind of an interest. And then that really uh, just made it like so much fun. And then from there, I, oh, I kind of went to school and kind of tried to do what the world's, you know, I, I went to school for international studies and poli sci, but as, um, you know, as a way to put my way, like pay my way through school, I actually worked at anthropology and I was in merchandising. And so I kind of had lived in these both in these two worlds, you know, the world that I really, really loved and felt so passionate about. And then the world mm-hmm. where I kind of felt like the world wanted me to be, you know, what was the safe career? What was the safe mm-hmm. thing? Okay, get a good like, you know, go to a good school, get a good job. And so I really had these like two separate aspects of my life. Um, so I graduated from university and I always say I like got my big girl job (laughs) and I was in marketing uh, for tech company I went into tech marketing and and I remember looking around and being like oh my gosh I'm surrounded by like 50 engineers and uh I miss clothes so much you know I (laughs) um and I and that was really so that's when my business was born that was when styled by E was um born it just was out of this idea of, you know, or this desire to bring beauty into the world through fashion and through style. Um, it, this also coincided, I will say, with the beginning of my personal development journey. And so it's almost like in one year, my whole world just kind of got rocked open of, okay, this is what I love to do. And I also am now very like aware of the conscious decisions that we have in our lives. And so that's kind of the long story. So that was 2013. So I've actually styled by E has been um, around now for what seven, almost eight years, which is absolutely mind blowing <laughs> to me. Um, so that's kind of the super. I feel like that's like the super long version. Um, I mean, and then I, I guess, and then out of that, everybody kind of, and I do styling from a very, very healing place. It's, it's, you know, we we do clothes and all of that, but it's much. It's so much about. Um, okay, what does that next evolution look like? What it, what is your soul calling you to? What is that? Um, you know, or who are you? Who are we creating? Um, and and that that word creating or kind of going back to yourself is actually um, I, I would say almost synonymous. We kind of sometimes are like, okay, this is the, who I'm supposed to be in the world, and and I think who you're supposed to be is always there. We're just removing those layers, and so that's the process mm-hmm. that I do in styling, which is a really really different approach than you know, many stylists who are like, okay, here, just wear this. I really get to know you and what's, you know, what lights you up and, and, and where you're going and what those goals are, what those business goals are, what those personal goals are. Um, and so, and I call this, um, heart centered styling. And, um, and so then in 2018, which is two years ago now, I launched the school of heart centered styling and now teach other stylists and future stylists, how to build lucrative businesses from a heart-centered place. Wow, that is so amazing. 
Um, I have so many questions. <laughs> I know that was I a very long, that's like a very long like way to do, <laughs> um, yeah. to do my kind of like my, my story, but <laughs> yeah, I have so many things. One thing that I noticed that you said was, um, an evolution out of marriage. I think that's a really beautiful way to describe something that can be so negative in people's minds. Oh, totally. So, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about that? I mean, you're so, you're so bubbly and like joyful when I like peep on your Instagram <laughs> stories and I'm like, okay, was she always like this? Like, how did you kind of become the person that you are? And if you want to say anything else about, um, about that experience that you had or how you kind of developed this term around like making it a more positive thing in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that we kind of have this idea that endings are bad, but I don't mm. think that endings are ever bad because you have something that, that, you know, I was in a relationship for 10 years and my husband is ex-husband is one of the most amazing humans in the world. And, but where we were going, you know, my, uh, um, where I was going was, was it, he didn't want to go there. And so, um, and so instead of kind of trying to build resentment or, um, you know, yeah, build resentment, we just were really honest with like, <coughs> excuse me, with what was next. And, um, and it was really hard, you know, that, that, that's not to say that there aren't really, really difficult aspects of the, the evolution process and of, you know, the process of separating 10 years of life, you know, but, um, but I will say, um, how do I say this? It, it's, I think the reason I am, I have this like eternal optimism is because I allow myself to feel the, the hard things too. I don't think you can exist. I think sometimes, um, I've seen, especially in divorce or what I like to call evolution out of marriage, you, we, we kind of want to hold on to a, our stories about that person, B, our stories about ourselves, you know, oh my gosh, I failed, I couldn't make it work. There's mm. a lot of shame around that. And mm -hmm. so to actually neutralize that shame and just in and come to a place of love, so much love and so much self-acceptance is, um, is really beautiful and really powerful. And that's, I would say, how I have maintained, you know, optimism around, around, a situation that wasn't easy. It was actually very, very, very difficult and very painful. Um, but I, but I don't think that I think, you know, as I've gone through it and as I've gone through so difficult situations, I think ultimately what you have is the present moment and your peace in the present moment. And, um, no matter what is going on in the circumstances, that's really that peace that you can carry everywhere. Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. So I guess kind of going a little further into that, I'm guessing that at some point over this story of yours that you told us, you kind of developed like a passion for mindset or you dug into spirituality and, and personal development. When was that? And when did you, I guess, when did you discover such a large role that that would play in your life and in your business? Oh my gosh. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't, I think when I was like four years old, when I asked my mom, um, what eternity was and she said, Oh, it's like heaven. And I said, no, there's something else. Like, I think there's something else. And, um, I think from then on, I've always been so interested in, um, in, I would just say the whole of life. And, um, and so I grew up in a, traditional Christian background or traditional kind of upbringing and where, and this also goes a lot into my story, but into kind of 
there were certain roles of women and certain roles that men played and and I never quite fit into those boxes. You know, I in kind of the conservative Christianity that I lived that I existed in, you know, it was like beauty was kind of minimized, um, you know, boldness was minimized, which actually is interesting because now I've kind of come back to spirituality. I'm like, wow, this is um, this is actually, if you look at the teachings of Jesus, what an amazing empowered man. He never once was like, don't be yourself or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I think that was kind of, you know, I experienced spirituality through the lens of Christianity and then started on my personal development journey through something called Landmark Education, which is, um, um, I actually really recommend it still. It's called the Curriculum for Living, and it was over a period of a year. I kind of, that was when I really started realizing the power of, yeah, your mindset and the power of really, really, man, it's like, it's hard to describe, but just understanding that we literally create our reality. And as as yeah. cliche as that sounds, it's truly, you know, one person can be looking at the, at one day and say, everything is going horrible. This is the worst day. And the next person could have the exact exper- same experience and say, this is the best day ever. Look at all these people that I met or look at, you know, mm-hmm. look at all of this that I did and look at all these opportunities and look at what I'm creating. And so I really understood that the power of, um, of, of that shift really created a totally different experience in life. And so, um, so, you know, I've, I've been really on this journey and this, and, uh, for, I think I'll be on it for the rest of my life. You know, it's just, yeah. it's like learning how to, um, learning, just continuing to learn about yourself and, and learning how to get back to that natural state and, um, and learning really like for me now it's about, um, learning about how circumstances, what they can teach me and what they can teach me about myself and, and how I'm reacting to them. And, and, um, and if I can choose a different way, an easier way or a, or a, you know, more graceful way to deal with, um, every day. So that's kind of my, my, (laughs) what my current, I would say like my current lesson right now. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. And for anyone who doesn't follow you, like I'm sure at the end you'll tell us where to follow you and everything, but you have some, a lot of like inspirational stories. So I love, um, I think everyone should follow you on Instagram. Thank you. Um, I love it. It's, and you're always so bubbly and, and positive and it gets really amazing. So, okay. So I want to talk about fashion. So how can we give us some tips for improving our style game and how we can kind of become our best and most authentic selves through upgrading that? Yeah, so I there's a few different um, things that I always say is first of all really start that up leveled style board and that is when you get to just do green light thinking and you get to really pin things um, you know I like to do on Pinterest or you can do um, it kind of vision board style cutting magazines out but really allow your almost like your soul or that quiet self in you to um, to pin things or to cut things out that you're just that you're just interested in or curious about. And it's not necessarily, I think a lot of times we tend to judge like, okay, this, I, I could wear this or I couldn't wear this. Mm-hmm. But this is really like, you, you don't have to do that. You you literally just get to decide or, or be curious and, and be like, oh, that color is so interesting. I think I'm going to pin that. 
or that word is very inspiring to me or, you know, and, and so for my, when I do an up-leveled style board, I really like to pull out, um, yeah, that next evolution. And, and usually that honestly looks like maybe you want, want something in business or love, or I kind of always say that like abundance, we're always striving or abundance is our natural state. And so we're always striving to, to remove anything that, that doesn't actually allow us to experience that. And so, and with that being said, with kind of that mindset and and going for and pinning from that place, you really get to pin from that. um, Okay. What does the most abundant version of myself wear? And what is she like, what, what is it feeling? And what is she, um, how does she show up and kind of start, start pinning from there. Um, I also have, this is like, you know, if you need some help doing this process, I do have a, a really, really nice freebie on AlyssaWilliams.com and you can just, and it's, um, the up-leveled style workbook. And that's, that's a really, really helpful tool as well in, in that first step of like, what is this that I really like? And, um, and, and start to notice too, as you're pinning and as you're asking yourself these questions, what kind of thoughts do come up? Cause sometimes we're programmed of like, oh my gosh, I could never wear shorts because my legs or my, you know, my, who knows that, that girl in seventh grade said that my legs were ugly. So now I'm like holding on to that. Or, you know, we have some mm-hmm. of these stories in our, in our brains that we don't even like, we're not even conscious of. And so as you're pinning, like, oh, I could never wear that. Or I've always wanted to be that person, but I'm not. Well, well, once you're saying that, like, get rid of that chatter because that's actually what you want. Um, so that's step number one is doing that up-leveled style board. Step number two is to do the closet cleanse. And the way that I do this is that anything that does not match up to that style board has got to go. So anything that doesn't make you feel like the highest version of yourself, got to go. And this can be really hard because we're attached to things. But ultimately, anytime you're giving stuff away, you're actually creating space for the new to come in. And so and so that space creation is so important because if you knew, and this is how the, the universe works, it's abundant. So if you knew that there was, you know, the the dress of your next level self waiting for you, but you're like holding on to like something that really doesn't feel like you. Um, you're, you're almost like blocking it in, in kind mm-hmm. of in ways. Um, so I really, really am such a believer of just getting out, getting clearing out space. And then the third portion is actually shopping or allowing, I would say receiving, you know, you, shopping is one way to receive, but there's also, um, I'm, I'm one of the weird stylists that's like, listen, I'm all about renting clothes. I'm all about, um, shopping for clothes. I'm all about trading for clothes. I'm all about thrifting for clothes. I, you know, I really, really believe that if you like it and you love it and it belongs in your next evolution, then it will find you. And I, and I believe in that. So that's, um, you know, so that those are kind of my three simple steps. Yeah, I love that. And I'm really excited to make the Pinterest board. And I actually was on your website right before our call and I signed up for that workbook. So <gasps> Yay! I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I was also, wait. yeah, I also saw you have a course on there. Um, yes. Tell us about your course. Oh my gosh. Um, it's called the Ultimate Wardrobe Reset. And that is so much fun. So basically, it's exactly what I just went through, but just a little bit more in depth. So um, you know, if you're at all interested or like your interest is 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 peaked and you're like, what? Um, what is this? Because sometimes when I start talking about this, it sounds like, like just so, you know, out there or something. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, the ultimate wardrobe reset is actually, I think I'm going to like, um, 
well, no, I can't say that. I said I was going to rename it, but I think there's going to be a second edition coming that's Dress Your Way to 10K because what I found is, I know, doesn't that sound so fun? Because what I found is that when you really have those money goals, it's every, as below, you know, what is as above, so below. And that's really true. Like, you know, look around your closet and if you feel scattered, chaotic, not abundant, then it's probably going to mirror your, uh, there's probably going to be other parts of your um, life that feel like that. And so, um, so yeah, so the ultimate order reset is really all about those, you know, kind of all about those principles. Um, but stay tuned, definitely get on my email list because dress your way to 10 K is coming too. Um, because I just feel like it's such an easy way to physically create abundance in your life. Yeah. So does that kind of tie into um, using like vibrations and how we can create like a a better, fresher energy with ourselves through fashion? Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is like literally my favorite conversation to have. Yeah. So basically what what the thing is, is you're you're showing up as your future self. And Mm. and the way to do this is is you know, and we kind of have these little like wobbles, right? When we're like, wait, this is the person that's making that 10K a month, okay? But then we have these like wobbles of like, oh my gosh, I could never, or what are those people going to think? Or, you know, whatever that that kind of chatter is that that we all face, it's not like, you know, it never happens. But what I found is that um, dressing for your next level self is a way to stabilize that vibe. And so that you're like consistently dressing, you're you're waking up and you're saying, what does $10,000 Alyssa dress you know how does she act today how does she dress today how does she carry herself today um you know what kind of conversations does she does she have today and you're really getting into that way of being and I have found that clothing actually helps to stabilize that vibration because you're like who am I oh yeah look at me I'm a fucking badass because I'm wearing like a pleather dress that's like you know, or whatever it is um, that makes you feel like that version. And when you look at, when you kind of think about the law of attraction, it's all about that feeling. And so anything that you can, that can consistently get you into that feeling of, of, um, of that next level is something that's going to automatically make you that match of for that, for what that is. Um, And I will say a little caveat here. Um, I also really, it's very, very important too that removing is also really important um, uh, step in this process as well. You know, removing the things, um, in your closet that really aren't a good match. And, um, which is, is, is interesting and something not that I, I didn't typically, um, you know, talk about this as much. Cause I was like, no, like, you know, every, we can have it all. But I really have found that when we are, you know, getting rid of, getting rid of the, 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 the over, kind of getting rid of the glut, honestly. It's just getting rid of that stuckness actually brings fresh energy into our wardrobe and into our home and into our lives. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of it removing things physically, you know, like removing physically the clothes that don't embody your next level self makes so much sense that that's going to shift your vibration into every day putting on the outfit that makes you feel good. Uh, 100%. That's so powerful. Yeah. So in your years of doing this as a stylist, you must have some fun transformational stories of people that you've seen like them really grow their confidence and their mindset has improved due to styling. So do you have any favorite stories? Oh my gosh. So many. (laughs) Ah, What's the best one? I think what's interesting is that we kind of think, you know, even I'm like, 
even my next program is going to be dress your way to 10k and even this it's like well sometimes people the money is one thing but it's really they're they're interested in more of the love you know and that's the vibe that that's what they're attracting in and so Mm. um and so I have one client who that that was her you know she is a very very successful entrepreneur um has created a multiple seven-figure business and what she was really attracting in was love and so we really kind of geared her wardrobe towards that and said you know if you had this, if you already had this, how would you be? You know, if, if this mm-hmm. is like, if you could relax and just allow this to kind of be what it is, how would you dress? And um, and it was really interesting because we, we ended up buying her like really sexy lingerie, really sexy, just things that were getting her into the vibe of love, not necessarily even for a partner or to attract a partner, but really like, okay, that's what we're attracting in. So how can we experience that right now with my wardrobe and um Mm. and so we bought her all these like beautiful 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 um nightgowns and silky things that just made her feel like a goddess and just a very feminine you know yeah very feminine and very beautiful and um and within six months she actually found um somebody that is just a really really good match for her and that was a really, that was a kind of a fun non-money story. You know, I can tell money stories too, but I felt like this is really good. This is like really clearing out kind of that stuckness and, and learning to receive love and learning to get into that vibe every day. And listen, you don't need, you don't need like fancy lingerie even to get into that. It's just, it's like, it can be your favorite soft, you know, something super, super soft or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that very, very present moment what is the thing that kind of can make me feel like this already um so that's one story I think let me think about another story I just I I found that confident women are just so empowered and 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 show up really really powerfully for themselves and 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 therefore for others so that's what I have found the most um I think one other story, you know, I do, so one of my favorite program or offers that I do is, is I actually um, have women fly out to Montecito, which is where the land of, I always say it's like the land of Oprah, and it's where I live, and we actually do a, an entire a photo shoot, and it's really a self-love photo shoot, and one of my last clients that did this, she, um, well, number one, she left an abusive relationship, um, number oh, wow. two, she started her business, number three, um, I, I think she just was like, wow, I've never felt so cared for. Cause it's really, we do, um, you know, hair and makeup and, and the photographers picked for your, um, your energy. We do energy work. It's really, and then obviously the styling as well. So, um, so it's quite an experience and she has just said wonderful things about that. And that was really kind of empowering and exciting. Um, I mean, and, and I also have women one of the other women that I did a photo shoot for, um, that was the impetus for her business. And she just recently, it's funny, it was about a year ago, and she just recently um, reached out and was like, I didn't even realize like that was the beginning of me as I know it. And that, that it was like Aww. truly a quantum shift because you dressed me for the person you that I was, that I wasn't, that I didn't quite see or believe that I was her yet. And so that's really the power of, um, of what I do. 
Wow, you have such a fun job. (laughs) That is amazing that you literally made a career out of just doing something you were passionate about. And you mentioned this a little bit when you went over your story in the beginning and kind of introduced yourself to us that, you know, you went to college, you did what people say you should do. You went like the business route and did the things that everyone thinks are realistic. So did you ever have doubt that you could make a serious living as a stylist? Oh my gosh. Yes. All the time. I mean, I think the first time, so my first month in full-time business, I had an $8,000 business and I literally shit my pants. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, this is real. Okay. It's time to like, this is real. I don't think I even, uh, I, I didn't even, uh, so many people were like, you can't even be a stylist. What are you talking about? you'll never make money doing that. That I literally, Mm -hmm. when it happened, I just kind of was like, wait, oh, okay. It's almost like, I can't even remember what movie that is, but it's like, oh, what? Like, it's hard. Like, I felt, oh, like, um, Mean Girls. Legally, no, Legally Blonde. Oh, Legally Blonde. Yeah, I was thinking it was Mean Girls too, but Legally Blonde where it's like, oh, what? Like, it's hard. And I think that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, Just the belief was really empowering. And obviously there's been, you know, I went full time in my business and then, you know, shortly thereafter went through a divorce and there was a lot of, a lot of change within a period of time. And so it definitely felt, there's been definitely times where I'm like, what am I doing? This is like time to go get a real job. But so far haven't had to, so far still good. Um, so far I just love it. And, um, and it's just been like up growing, you know, um, month over month it's, we're growing. So that's good. That is. Um, so what do you say to people who feel like what they want to do for a living isn't, you know, a typical career path. It isn't quote unquote realistic. What would you say to the girl who wants to have a career as a stylist or um, maybe even a coach and doesn't feel like it's a realistic thing to do or, or some type of business they want to create? Yeah, I would say whose version of reality are you choosing to live in? That's what mm-hmm. I would say. Um, I also, because you can look at coaches that are use them as expanders. You can use me as an expander. Um, if you want to be a stylist, I highly recommend you come to my school. <laughs> um, our next, <laughs> our next program is, uh, starts on March 2nd. So you have a little bit of time, but I, yeah, I think when we run them every other month. So I, yeah, I just think it's possible. I've seen it. You know, one of my first, um, one of my first graduates of, the six figure stylist masterclass, which is through the school. Um, she had her first six figure year in 2019. So I just, you know, it's kind of, it's possible and it's not mm-hmm. going to be, it's not going to be easy, but it's going to be hard in a different way because, and, and I don't even like using the word hard, but it's more just like, just decide that you're going to do it and go do it and show up every single day and take the next step, the next step that you know how to do. And so if you're in a full-time job right now, then the next step that you know how to do might be getting clients, you know, on the side or, you know, or or Mm -hmm. whatever that is at the next right step and really, really listen to yourself and do that. Cause that's really, really what we have is just the, the, what is the thing in front of you that you know how to do? Yeah, I like how you described it because it's like, it doesn't, it's not that it's hard, but it's that you just can't expect to have like, you know, overnight success without putting any, any effort. Um, And you just have to get yourself to a point where you can believe and that belief will bring you, you know, what you're desiring. So how did, how have you overcome, you know, periods of self-doubt in your business? 
Well, let me just tell you, yeah, let me just tell you that for everybody listening and you can like look at the glossy Instagram and you can look at all of that. I love the messy middle. I love it so much. And I just came out of like probably a two, two of the hardest weeks in my business ever. And you, which is January, you know, I just was like, what am I doing? And so I want to let you know that, that I'm going to tell you how I get out of it, but it is very, very, very normal to have moments of what am I doing? I'm an imposter. How is this possible? Mm -hmm. I am serving so many women and it's growing and not everybody is going to like me or agree with me or, you know, there's, there's every level brings new layers of, um, of potential self-doubt. That's just like what it is. And for me, what brings me out of it is a really, really good quote that I love and I live by is that, you know, problems can't be created or can't be solved on the, with the vibration that they've been created in. And so, so Mm. that means that you're really, if you're trying to like get out of a funk or something, but the, the thing that got you in the funk is, you know, maybe something familiar. It's almost like you have to take a broader approach to, to get yourself out of the funk. That's, that's how I view it. And because right now you might not feel like doing that next best thing or that next right thing. But what is that thing that can, can really, how can you take a little bit of a broader approach or how can you take, um, how can you even get into that vibe of your next level self and then solve the problem almost like looking back, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. and then I also just allow yourself to feel it. There's going to be, we have, we, I always say we're souls having human experiences. And so there's going to be that feeling of, there's going to be real, very real human emotion and it's okay to feel them and then feel them and then get right back into, um, that feeling of abundance or overflow or, um, creativity and, um, you know, and the, the, the very tactical how to do that is I really, really, I have five things that I know make me insanely happy and I'm committed to those. And so, and those are girlfriends, those are the beach, those are the ocean, those are fancy hotels, and those are reading or like, or some kind of, you know, listening to things. And so that's basically, it, it boils down to connection, community, um, and luxury for me. That kind of like prompts me. So, um, so, and that looks like different for every single person, you know? Um, but I, whenever I'm kind of starting to feel down or starting to doubt myself, I just make sure that those things are covered. Um, and it usually kind of gets me out. Yeah. I love that you have recognized that there are those five things that do, you know, put you right back into your abundant mindset and your, your happiness. So I think that's really important. Um, okay. So I have one last question for you. Do you have any favorite books in the realm of personal development or spirituality or even style or any of this? Oh gosh. Yes. Um, okay. Let me just, I have a few because I'm an avid audible read, like audible listener because I hike a lot. And so, and I drive a lot, you know, going to clients in, in LA a good amount. And so, um, so my favorite book ever and I read it multiple times is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. Um, he actually lives in Ohio, which is like 40 minutes away. I always say that it's my dream oh my to have gosh. him as a mentor because I just love him so much. Um, I really, really also love Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza. Um, my third favorite one for all the like people that want to not understand things or feel like your mind is being exploded. <laughs> 
but mm-hmm. I have found so much in it is A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Ooh, okay. Actually, I just read The Big Leap. <gasps> How did you like it? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. So I thought good. it was amazing. And I then know. I gave it to my mom, so she's going to read it next. Um, but I haven't read the other two, so they're going on my list. I'm so excited. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Alyssa, thank you so much for coming on. I'm sure by now everyone's like, okay, where do I find her? How the heck can I follow her on Instagram? How can I work with her? So tell us where we can creep yeah. on you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come creep and come say hi too. I'm, I'm not one of those people. I'm very approachable. Um, so if you DM me and just say, hey, I, you know, I heard you on, um, on this podcast or just let me know. I want to know. Um, so Alyssa underscore underscore Williams, and that's Alyssa E-L-I-S-S-A um, underscore underscore Williams is my Instagram handle. And I do stories and there's all kinds of um, freebies and, and you can kind of get a sense for who I am. I mean, obviously you kind of have a good idea just from listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and how to work with me. So there's a few different ways to work with me. Actually, three main ones. If you want to be a stylist, go to um, schooloftheartcenteredstyling.com and there is um, you can kind of check out more about that information uh, or check out more about the school and, and what that looks like and, and that certification process what that looks like as well um, and then if you are interested in styling I have two different ways to work with me on this on a personal level so one it's those transformational photo shoots um, they truly are transformational so don't expect to um, be the same person after as you were before. Um, and those are really fun. Like I said, I discussed them a little bit, but it's really, um, I always say it's like an abundance expander because we dress you for that next level version of yourself. And we, I pull clothes from local boutiques. Um, you get a percentage off of them as well. If you choose to buy any of the clothes, there's hair and makeup. It's amazing. So if you're kind of in that place where you're in a transition or you're just wanting a lot of like remembering how powerful and amazing you are, um, you know, those transformational photo shoots are really, really great, um, great option. And then if you're like, nope, not quite ready for that, then I do virtual styling. And uh, virtual styling is a great, great, great option because um, we do it, we basically like do highest self meditations. We really kind of pull out that soul version of you and dress for her and it's all remote. So, and then once you do one month, there's a monthly, um, you know, a monthly styling option as well. So that's a great way. And then if you're more the course gal, that's fine too. Go to alyssawilliams.com and you can get uh, the ultimate wardrobe reset. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Guys, go follow her. She's so fun. Alyssa, thank you so much. This has been a great chat and thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh.